Thanks for being with us. Well, as you've been hearing in the news, BC Ferries is making some pretty big changes and is reducing travel on some of the bigger routes. Talking about sailings between Horseshoe Bay and Nanaimo, those will be halted for the next 60 days as they deal with a big reduction in the number of people using ferries due to the COVID-19 crisis. Joining me now to talk a little bit more about this is BC Ferries President and CEO Mark Collins. Mark, thank you so much for being on the program. My pleasure, Jill. Uh, what was what led to the decision? I know it's been a there's been a huge reduction in use on that uh, ferry route. Is it also to deter people from using the ferries? No, the main driver here is our need to protect the health and safety of ferry workers. You know, they're out there uh, sailing back and forth on ships which are nearly empty, but nonetheless still exposed to the virus. And if the ferry workers get sick, we may have to shut down altogether. So our big driver is the health and safety of our frontline staff. In this very low traffic time, there's an opportunity to take out some of that capacity and protect the protect the workers. Uh, so with the West Vancouver uh, ferry terminal to Vancouver Island uh, being halted for 60 days, is the idea then you'll reevaluate after 60 days? Yes, our, our service levels are determined by the Coastal Ferry Services contract with the province of British Columbia. And we're not allowed to go below those levels without their agreement in that contract. So we've been working through an amendment to that contract to allow us to reduce capacity That amendment uh, has a 60-day time period. If things are not improved as we approach the end of the 60 days, we'll sit down with the province and discuss the way forward. But the initial period is 60 days. Uh, How many people will be laid off, do you think? Well, it's a very tough day for BC Ferries because these are more than co-workers. You know, these are our friends. And uh, uh, we're looking at between 1,000 and 1,400 people will be affected by this. So it's a very difficult time for us. Absolutely. So 1,000 to 1,400 layoffs? That's right. And is there any, is, is this deemed essential service or is this, this is how you deal with it, the fact to, to go to the routes where there's still a lot of commercial traffic, which is deemed essential to keep goods moving, uh, but to, to go, to, as you said, to also protect the workers. Uh, is there a lower level of service that's deemed an essential service level? Well, uh, the, the service levels that we need to stick to are defined in the contract. And what we've worked out with government for this extraordinary period is a, a reduction in the minimum levels. So, uh, as you know, the ministerial orders, which were issued uh, by Minister Farnworth uh, last week, do specify essential ferry service must be maintained. So really what the amendment to the contract does is define that essential level for us. And with these changes today, we're operating just above the minimum essential service. So we're, we're at about 50% reduction. The agreement permits us to go to 58% reduction, but we wanted to keep that little bit extra in there to make sure that you know, the cargo can move back and forth to Vancouver Island and the smaller communities. Uh, we are approaching Easter weekend. Uh, we've heard from the provincial health officer to please don't travel around the province, don't consider it or treat it like a normal long weekend, to stay home if possible. Uh, there are likely still going to be people who do that and uh, an increase in traffic. How do you keep workers safe if you're anticipating more people will still be traveling on Easter weekend? Well, we're encouraging all people not to engage in non-essential traffic. That, that's for sure. We're working closely with the province and the health officers to be part of the solution. Um, on board the ferry and at the terminals, we've got in place all the physical distancing measures that, uh, that are necessary to keep our workers safe. We have physical barriers. We have space available. We're allowing people to remain in their vehicles on the car deck. Uh, we have announcements, signage, and procedures. So We've got all of those measures in place. We're taking the health and safety of our workers very, very seriously. That's our number one priority. And then uh, with that in place, I think we can move those people 
that present themselves. But again, I, I, I say to folks, if it's not essential travel, you should not be on the ferry this weekend. Uh, is there anything else uh, that could be done? Uh, you mentioned allowing people to stay in their vehicles. Uh, is there any uh, possibility that that could go even further in that people would be encouraged or told to stay in their vehicles? Uh, it's possible. It's always possible. You know, uh, again, in this uh, emergency situation, uh, the ministers of the Crown, be it federal or provincial, have extensive powers. And uh, Transport Canada is looking carefully at ferry uh, safety across the country. We know there's active discussions in Ottawa about next steps. I know the provincial government and our ferry association has been working closely with Transport Canada. So there could well be new measures. But at the moment, we feel we've got effective measures in place and uh, we're going to be diligently applying them. And what about the smaller areas in that while we don't want it to spread anywhere and we're, we're hearing and you, you mentioned as well, people are being told, please stay at home this long weekend. Uh, it's much different, I would think, if you are seeing somebody, a case of COVID-19, say in Nanaimo or Victoria or Vancouver, that's much different than seeing it on a Gulf Island or on the Sunshine Coast. So are those routes being treated different in travel between those more remote areas? Uh, not by us at present. We've consulted extensively with the province on, on what should be our posture towards people who wish to travel to these communities. And, uh, you know, BC Ferries, we're, we're not the border police. Uh, we're not putting up barriers. We're, our mandate is to carry the people who present themselves, while at the same time encouraging people to be responsible. Um, if, uh, you know, public policy should change and restrictions were come into force, we would naturally abide by those. But as yet, there's no actual, let's say, regulatory restriction on people's travel. And you mentioned at a 50% reduction, uh, the, the level is 58. Uh, these are unprecedented times, though. Is there any chance that 58% number could change? It's always possible. You know, every day I come to work and uh, I'm, I'm faced with situations I never thought I'd be facing. This is such a fast-moving crisis. Uh, to use a marine term, we're in uncharted waters and uh, we, we just don't know what the future will hold. But uh, 50% is pretty deep and uh, we feel that uh, this should be good for now and we have to watch and see how it unfolds. Uh, do you know of any BC Ferries employees at this point that have tested positive or have contracted COVID-19? We have only one confirmed case uh, that was confirmed about uh, a week or 10 days ago. Uh, We have three or four cases which are presumptive and at our home self-isolating. But uh, by and large, our our staff has uh, been very healthy and we're grateful for that. So just one case and a few presumptives so far. All right. It's got to be stressful for workers, though, like you said, asking passengers that are still on the ferries for essential reasons or truck drivers that are that are making sure those goods get through. It's got to be stressful for workers uh, still doing that. Oh, absolutely. And I got to tell you, my heart goes out to them and I'm so impressed. I mean, this this is nothing short of bravery. Uh, you know, this this is a, a new risk in the business that uh, or in the whole world and, and we weren't built for it a month ago. And now we are getting set up for it. And our workers have very bravely faced this down and kept it going. You know, we we've missed only six sailings in the last month due to virus related issues. And when we do 400 sailings a day, when you look at that really small number, I think it's a testament to the to the courage and the loyalty of ferry workers and to all of the other essential workers out there in British Columbia. I think they're doing amazing work. All right. So we will leave it there. Mark Collins, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. Mark Collins is the president and CEO of BC Ferries, uh, confirming that BC Ferries will be halting all sailings between Horseshoe Bay and Vancouver Island, at least for the next 60 days.